You are listening to 5-Minute Popcast. If you like what you hear in this episode, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search 5-Minute Popcast. That's 5-M-I-N-P-O-P-Cast. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of 5 Minute Podcast. My name's Nick, also known as at Disney Adams on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I'm also a travel planner specializing in Disney destinations for Tink's Magical Vacations and Earmark Travel Planning Company. This week, I am joined with Michelle Ryan. She is also a travel planner over at Tink's Magical Vacations. And you can find her on social media at Tink's Magical Vacations with Michelle Ryan. You can also reach her by email at michellr at tinksmagicalvacations.com. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. All right. So this week we're going to talk about International Flower and Garden Festival. So this is going to be this year from March 4th to June 1st. There's some great packages. There's one that's a four-park magic ticket, four-day tickets, and that starts at $89 a day. So you guys can definitely check that out. Um, I'm super excited to talk about Epcot. That's one of my favorite places when we go down to Disney. Um, So I guess we'll, we'll get going with that. Sounds good. So up first, I really want to talk about topiaries. Um, that That's the big thing. If you guys go to Epcot during Flower and Garden Festival, you will see topiaries all over the place. There are usually a lot of really cool characters. Do you have any favorites? Oh, my goodness. I have to say I have so many favorites. Recently, though, a couple of my favorites, I, I think it's a, a crowd favorite, certainly by the number of people you see about around it each year, is the Beauty and the Beast out in front of the France Pavilion. Simply magnificent. Yeah, that's actually one of my favorites as well. I, I have that in my notes to talk about it just because they, they do such a great job. It, it it looks so realistic. Have you seen, do you like the Peter Pan uh, and Hook over in the England Pavilion? Oh my gosh, so Pavilion? cool. I love that one as well. I'm actually really excited this year though. In my family, Ratatouille is a big favorite film. It was actually the first Disney um, motion picture that I brought my daughter to see. So uh, Remy holds a place near and dear to all of our hearts and uh, they will have a Remy uh, topiary this year outside of the France pavilion that is rumored to be made out of all the same vegetables that you actually make ratatouille with. So I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, I didn't know that. That's super neat. I wonder where where exactly outside of France. I know they have that little garden area right across the the walkway, so maybe there. But that that's super neat. I can't wait to see that myself. We'll we'll actually be down there for the tail end of uh, the Food and Wine Festival this year. That's awesome. You'll have to take some pictures for me because we're probably not going to get there this year before the um, festival ends on June 1st. But I'd love to see photos when it's actually unveiled. Oh, yeah. No, I'll definitely send you some pictures. And and don't worry, there will be plenty. If you, if you talk to my family, they'll tell you pretty much they keep walking because I will just stop and take about 30 pictures before I continue <laughs> in any area. Absolutely. Book your magical Walt Disney World vacation. Call 833-88-TINKS today or visit tinksmagicalvacations.com. One big thing that happens with all these festivals at Epcot, there's a lot of different events. Uh, Last year when we had gone, we went over to, um, it's just kind of the convention center. I can't remember the exact name of it. But they even had a, a really neat flower and garden show inside of there. Uh, a lot of fairy gardens, stuff like that, as well as clean and eco-friendly gardening. Uh, it was super neat. There's also a, a few other ones. Do you have any favorite events that you guys kind of go to when you do see the Flower and Garden Festival? You know, not necessarily 
specific events um, per se, but for us, a must stop has become the Garden Butterfly House. Yeah. That's just a really cool experience. You know, getting in there the, again with the fairy gardens and, you know, that interaction with the butterflies themselves and they land on you and it's just so different and so unique. It's really a don't miss for us. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed that. My daughter, the first year, was a little bit nervous with all the butterflies. I think by the tail end with a few of them landing on her, she was ready to leave. But I, I can understand why you say that. And and for those of you who haven't, who haven't gone, it's, it is a, a very large enclosure that you can walk through. I'm just kind of like one of the plastic tented areas that keeps all the butterflies in. So you walk through the sealed areas to get in and out. And there, there's, I, I can't remember how many species. Do you remember how many species they have? Oh my gosh. I don't remember the number of species. It's a lot. It is. And all different colors, all different sizes, which they also have all different types of flowers and plants that these butterflies are attracted to just to keep them happy within this environment. So it's a really neat learning experience, especially if you have kids or even for yourself as an adult. But no, I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because I, I had completely you know not thought about that, you know, going into this conversation. So that's definitely something we, you know, to check out. Um, one big thing that you got, you and I were talking about before we started recording was the outdoor music concert series that they have, the Garden Rocks concert series that they have going on. Garden Rocks this year um, in the outdoor concert series, it's pretty amazing. The list of bands and musicians is, I think, the most impressive I've seen. Yeah, I, I can't say that I've ever seen anything that was even remotely close to this. Uh, just between Sister Hazel, again, I'm going to say it again, Simple Plan, one of my favorites, Plain White Tees. Daughtry, Survivor. I would be excited if I could get there to go see Michael Del Judas and Big Shot. Um, Michael Del Judas is actually in Billy Joel's band. He sounds like Billy Joel when he was in his younger years. I mean, if you closed your eyes, you'd be like, wow, I'm listening to Billy Joel. Really talented, talented musician. Air Supply, Flock of Seagulls. The list kind of goes on and on. It's It's very impressive. I think when we're going to be down, I got to look at the dates. I'm, I have it pulled up right here. So we'll have Thelma Houston. It's a, it's a free concert. So really, whoever's playing, you know, the, if you're down there for some of these really awesome ones, I, I, I'm i even excited to hear, uh, you know, Thelma Houston. It's, it's a free show. You guys get to go hang out when you're at Epcot. And sometimes at Epcot, you do need that, you know, a couple minutes to sit down. It is a very long walk around World Showcase. There's not a whole lot of covers from the sun. So it's definitely a good way to kind of relax. A part of it is covered, so even if it's raining, you, you can kind of get out of the rain to, to see that as well. Yeah, it's partial cover, not full cover, but absolutely a great and a great location, too. And to your point, when your feet need a rest to stop and be able to listen to some of this, you know, top tier music. And honestly, with some of these, I would say you'd even want to plan to leave a little bit early and, and get a secure a spot if you wanted to be able to sit. I suspect bands like Daughtry and a few others may fill up earlier versus later because um, they are pretty popular. Yeah, those ones you probably want to get in line. I, I've seen even um, during the holidays that line gets very long. So some of those big names you are going to want to be ready for it, which actually leads me to snacks. So one thing you can do is grab a snack before you're going or a drink or anything along those lines before you hop in line during the Flower and Garden Festival. There's the outdoor kitchens. Now, these are going to be set up throughout World Showcase. This year, they're going to be really emphasizing on the healthy delights from around the world. So this is going to have a lot of vegetables and different uh, culinary expertise from around the world. Uh, one big call out for me is always going to be Morocco with their falafels. I am a huge falafel fan, and they do a really, really good natural falafel 
uh, made fresh. So that, that's a good one. Do you have any favorites that you guys stop at? Uh, not necessarily a snack, but definitely a drink. Um, and it's actually not in one of the outdoor kitchens. But for us, an absolute must stop is always into Mexico, into the little tequila bar. I am probably the biggest fan you'll ever meet of the blood orange margarita. Um, I'm literally incapable of, incapable of going to Epcot and not having one. I don't know what they make or how they make it, but it is better than anyone I've ever had anywhere else. So for me, that's always a must do. You know, I've heard that from a few people and I've honestly been thinking about switching the way we go around World Showcase because we usually start in Canada and work our way counterclockwise around World Showcase. So that brings us Canada, UK, France, Italy, you know, and so on going around. So by the time we get to Mexico Pavilion, I've already had my German flight. I've had some sake. I've had a snack in Morocco. (laughs) You know, we've had wine from France, which if anyone is looking, the Aviva, um, it's a grapefruit rosé. It's a sparkling rosé. I've looked all over my area and you can't find it locally. It's a great wine to have as well. But um, we've like, like I was saying, we, we've been thinking about going the opposite direction. That way, maybe we can start start with a margarita and actually be able to enjoy something from there. So you're a counterclockwise uh, world pavilion. I am a clockwise world pavilion walker. So I always start in Mexico. You know, it's funny that now that we're talking about this, I, I realize that there is a, a counterculture between the two. Yeah, there really is. Yeah. <laughs> You had the tacos from there or any any of the snacks uh, on that side or no we have uh and if, for us it is the churros it, the churros it's it's a must do um they're small and they come with a really great little caramel dipping sauce really great sweet treat to have uh from the mexico pavilion and you know the other thing while we're on the topic of the snacks is for folks who are on the dining plan certainly Using your snack point at the Flower and Garden Festival, in many instances, is a great utilization of those snack points because a lot of these snacks do cost more than a typical snack throughout the other parks. So you're really going to get a nice bang for your buck utilizing them in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And in that, you can kind of pick and choose and save some snacks even because if you're in Magic Kingdom, a Mickey bar is relatively inexpensive. It's it's three to four dollars. If you're getting one for, you know, your kids and you, it's, you know, $12, $13 or $12, um, $16 for your family. It's not that bad. That way you can save some of your credits because, you know, outside of the turkey leg, which guys, the turkey leg is not on the snack plan. I am so, so sad about that. Some of these meals, like I was even saying the falafel or the spring rolls from Japan, mm-hmm. they are up there. You're, you're looking at that 9 to $10, uh, you know, a, a plate. You can save those snacks, but also these snacks you can share as well. I know my kids and I are who share the snacks from around the world. Yep, absolutely. There's a lot of really great ways to do that. If you haven't had a chance to snack around uh, World Showcase, it is a great experience, especially as an adult too, because drinking around the world is so much fun. Just make sure that you don't have a fast pass for um, Soren at at the very end of the night because that that may be an issue for you. So do you have any other snack call-outs, any other food call-outs, maybe a pretzel from Germany? We love to stop in Italy for the limoncello. Uh, You know, not something you can get in a lot of other places, and the authentic uh, Italian limoncello is pretty special. I have not had the opportunity to try that yet. I will have to do so next time we go. Limoncello. 
Definitely, definitely. It, they serve it ice cold and, and it's a nice, especially when you're winding down at the end of the night, it's a nice, you know, in Italy, they call it a digestive, you know, but it's just a nice way to kind of round out your day with that little bit of limoncello before you head out at the end of the night. We like to typically have one. Typically, we used to have it before illuminations, of course, new uh, show to be unveiled soon, but uh, nice way to to wrap up the evening. Yeah, absolutely. And um it is kind of nice too when you are leaving there a lot of these restaurants and stuff are still kind of open as you're kind of leaving so they're not all of them but some of them um to be able to grab something on your way out so that is kind of a nice way to kind of wait out the initial crowd leaving and still you know have a few seconds to relax and get a snack on your way out so before we finish up you you and i really wanted to talk about the uh passports that you can get for this festival so this is a little booklet that you guys can pick up and um like you were just saying it's it's a free souvenir so you know we really want to talk about that do you want to kind of let people know what exactly i'm talking about so when you arrive um and kind of throughout in various locations you'll see uh the epcot international flower and garden festival passport and what this is is it's a great little booklet and you it you bring it around the world showcase in various locations and get stamps and stickers and it helps lay out everything that's actually going on around the world showcase for the flower and garden festival and calls out special things that you can do yeah and it's it's neat it's got like a little sticker book i i save all of mine and the kids so it, it, it's something really cool to do. And if you've been a few times, these are great options to kind of fill your time. It, it's a new way to experience the area, um, just like the little bears that you can, you know, go around and have your kids color yeah. when they were younger, stuff like that. Um, I know like Pirates of the Caribbean has something over in Magic Kingdom as well as the Magicians um, card games. So, you know, it's, it's just another really fun way that's something different than what's, what's at Epcot for the rest of the year. Um, and actually each time does do, or each separate festival and um, holiday does have their own passport as well. So those, those are a lot of fun. And I just love that it's a great memento and souvenir that you can bring home that's free. And when you get back home, you can look back through it and, you know, it just, it, it's a nice little keepsake. Just remember your kids will um, find plenty of places to put those stickers once it gets home. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, you know, one big thing that everyone's hearing in a lot of this, there's a lot of information that, that go into these events. So if you have any questions or anything like that, please reach out to Tink's Magical Vacations. If you want to be able to get in touch with Michelle um, and have her plan a trip for you guys down to Walt Disney World or on a cruise, which she just got back from, which I'm jealous. <laughs> um, you can be reached at, um, she can be reached at Michelle or at tinksmagicalvacations.com. That's a great way to get in touch with her um, pretty, pretty instantly. And then you can also reach out or follow her on Facebook or Instagram at Tinks Magical Vacations with Michelle Ryan. So thank you so much for coming on, Michelle. I, I, it was really great talking to you and, and I hope we can talk again soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate you having me. fanatics if you know that word then i definitely have your attention if you have an itch and the only thing that will scratch it is a funko pop then you definitely need to listen to the funkoholics podcast follow these addicts as they talk everything funko from news release hunts stories and tips 
The obsession is all too real with these active collectors. Download today from your favorite podcast platform. And remember, guys, coming from a Funkaholic, I used to think collecting was bad for me. So I gave up thinking.